the country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories to great stories that get told. Spend some time in the country, now it's time we start the show. Country artist Tim Hicks joins me on the show now. He is the current CMAO Male Artist of the Year. He also picked up the award for Album of the Year for his album, 501, on Open Road Recordings. Man, it was a great year for him. He performed at the CCMAs. And uh, November 1st, coming up very shortly, he is kicking off the Get a Little Crazy Tour 2015. We'll talk about that and lots more. Welcome to the show, Tim. Thank you very much. Appreciate that, man. Well, it is so great to have you here. I've been a fan of yours uh, since the start, and to have you on the show is a real honor. So uh, great to have you here. Oh, well, kind of you to take the time out to chat, man. I'm happy just to uh, talk about the whole ride and the craziness that's been happening over the last few <laughs> years. It's been uh, it's been quite the trip, to say the least. Yeah, let's start. Let's start with this. Where it all started. I mean, let's even go back to before the career kicked off, Tim, to yeah. when you first discovered music and thought, man, this is pretty cool. Yeah, I can tell you exactly where I was. I was um I was 7 years old and uh my my folks had seen a little bit of uh you know musicality in me. Uh, I had a great grandmother that that had an organ in her house in her parlor as a matter of fact. That's how old her house was. She had a parlor. And uh <laughs> and I would I would sit on her knee and we would sing church hymns and I for whatever reason I just had I just I loved it and I could figure out a tune like I could sing a song in my head or or out loud and kind of figure it out on the keyboard so my my parents put me in lessons like many kids and Mm -hmm. I I went to lessons at the Ontario Conservatory of Music in Niagara Falls and those guys were way ahead of their time they put together little bands out of the kids that went there and the idea was that kids would would learn faster and you know parents were less likely to, to have to nag them to practice if they were having fun and uh, it, I got the bug real early, and I'll never forget it. And I, I've talked about this before, but it's 100% true. In in grade two, in Mrs. Morgan's class, when she went around the room and asked everybody what they wanted to be when they grew up, and she got to me, and I and I said, uh, professional musician, <laughs> 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 which she thought was hilarious, and you know, proceeded right. to tell me that I, you know, I shouldn't be a professional musician because they didn't make any money, and it was a hard life, and blah blah blah, all the all the right things that teachers are supposed to tell a seven-year-old right but <laughs> but uh i just loved it and I, i've always had a band ever since i've always played i started playing out in bars when i was about 15 years old and and uh, one day i woke up and my calendar was booked six months out and i was playing six nights a week and then the now when all that <laughs> yeah that's that's pretty amazing and and when all that determination and talent paid off and you and you got a single out to uh, country radio because that's when things yep. really take off right now you know thousands and thousands of people and on and on hear you know who you are videos and CMT yeah. but but at the initial airplay Tim what was that feeling like hearing yourself and oh. starting to feel things were picking up 
that was it was wild. It was wild, and that was that. Get by went to radio in Canada on January second, twenty thirteen, and prior to that, uh, just prior to that, uh, they they tacked me on um, the 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 Ontario dates for the Boys of Fall tour, which was with Dallas uh, Smith and Chad Brownlee, and uh, those guys were kind enough to let me open the show before I had a song on the radio could really offer anything to a tour like that, for whatever reason, it worked out that, you know, I was allowed to go and do that. And, uh, there was a moment after the first show that we played, cause it was just myself and my guitar player at the time, my good friend. And we were literally following the tour bus in my minivan. And, uh, we had played in Hamilton the <laughs> night before and we were, and we were driving, uh, to Ottawa the next day to play. And my phone was just exploding. And I thought for a minute, uh, that I was in a fight with my wife and didn't know why. You know, when the <laughs> phone's going off, and you're like, what did I do? What's going on here? And when I, I literally, I had to pull over because it was, it was so furious. I pulled over, and it was Twitter. And that was the first time ever that I had realized that people were talking about me, or they were talking about wow. the performance. They were tweeting to me. They were asking me, you know, what was the name of that song you played? Where can I get it? Uh, is it out? Where can I find it on iTunes? You know, is there a video? Like they were asking all these questions, mm-hmm. and that was a really profound moment for me because I realized in that moment that after all those years of playing, uh, that finally people were listening, and that's really exciting as an artist that to have people's ear. And I mean, it was. Ju- I mean, from that moment on, it was just gangbusters. Like, and, and it's been a roller coaster ride ever since. And I describe that people ask me all the time, especially friends of mine that knew me way before any of this happened they say oh what's it like what's it like what's it like and i say well it's kind of like being on a roller coaster that never shuts off <laughs> Which is, <laughs> you got to kind of take the terrifying moments with the right. exciting moments and the happy moments with the sad moments and and that's really the hardest challenge of this whole thing is trying to balance the highs and the lows out you know and 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 just try and uh you know take it all with a grain of salt because really at the end of the day it's the entertainment business right so and you guys are having a lot of fun on stage. Before we came on, came on the air, you were talking about how people say, it looks like you're having a lot of fun. And you yeah. said you are having we are. a lot of fun. I mean, <laughs> yeah. when yeah, you're I mean, on I'm stage, is that, is that the magic, Tim, on stage? That is the magic, yeah, because that's where I come from, the live performance. I mean, you know, long before there was ever recording studios or anything like that, or even trying to write songs, although we were always trying to write songs, but it, it came from a very innocent place, and that was just to – to play in front of people. And for whatever reason, I learned early on that I could get a reaction out of people, uh, you know, with my talent. And I just, I loved it. And so, you know, we just continued on and, and I've had the same band now for, for quite a while. And so we've, we've been through a lot of gigs with one another and awful gigs, uh, gigs where no one came <laughs> gigs, where people threw stuff at us, uh, hostile oh, wow. situations, and now to be able to experience, you know, the big festival stages with the same guys and going on tour and getting to tour with American acts and now taking on this headlining mm-hmm. tour with uh, Cole Creek County and Jason Benoit ourselves, it's been a real pleasure. And we genuinely enjoy one another's company and making music with, with one another. And that's all anyone can ever ask for in a band. I mean, they're such cool guys and great players and just fun to be around. And we And the smiles and the... The moments on stage, the antics that happen uh, in front of people is not, it's just the way that it happens in the moment. And it's not planned and it's not, um, you know, put on. It, it's 100% real. And country fans, as evident at, at your concerts, they love to party, but country fans also love lyrics 
and great stories, and they really like to listen to songs when, you know, when it's time for those kind of songs to be played. For example, one of yours, She Don't Drink Whiskey Anymore, that song that has so much meaning, it's one of my favorites of yours. Tell me a bit about that song. I love and, it. Absolutely. I, it's one of my favorite songs to play live. Um, you know, we, we, we put that song out at a time when I, I just felt like I needed to say something different. And, and I mean, although it has whiskey in the title, it's really not a drinking song. It's not about that. It, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. about, um, you know, that, that girl that calls you after she's been out with her friends, uh, she doesn't call anymore. And this guy's bummed out about it. Uh, and, and you know, I, I took a little bit of heat, I think, because, you know, we come off of Here Comes the Thunder and all of a sudden everyone was like, whoa, Tim Hicks is singing a ballad. And and for me, it just <laughs> felt 100% natural because, like I said, I had played music my entire life. I've sung everything from disco to James Taylor and back, you know what I mean? And country somewhere mm-hmm. in there, too. And so I wanted to say some different things. And I when I heard Whiskey, because that's an outside song, we call it an outside song, so, so other guys wrote it. Um, it came to us in a pitch meeting in, in Nashville and I fell in love with it. And I was like, I, I want to put this song out. And, and, uh, I remember saying to Mark Patrick, who's a, uh, very influential, uh, pro- programming director out in Vancouver. Um, I happened to be in JRFM one day and, and saying to him, like, I don't, I don't even care how it charts or how it sells. I really, for the first time in my career, I feel like we're putting out the right song because I would just wanted to say it, you know, and, and I love playing that song. That's one of the songs that we, we extend out a little bit. We jam out the end a bit and show off our guitar players and, and, and really create a moment on stage. Um, so yeah. I look forward to that number in the set every night. That's a great song, and one that you did have a hand in writing. We moved from whiskey to beer, Stronger Beer, which is one of those <laughs> songs I'm sure it's, it's, people are singing along at your shows. It's so fun because we can relate to it. It's Canadians and Americans yeah. and the differences, and it, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and I understand that the song, the genesis of it, started as a joke. You were telling somebody you are going, this was in the States, and you mentioned you were going to yeah. shoppers to get some Smarties. Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't know what that well, meant. Well, it was... Uh, uh, it was uh, Jeff Copeland, who's a guitar player for Blackjack Billy. He's also produced both my records. And uh, he picked me up at the office, and we were going to go to the studio to write. And that's in, it's, I, I said, hey, man, if you don't mind, uh, I'd like to hit the shoppers and grab a pack of Smarties. And he said, I don't even know what you just said. And, <laughs> uh, and the conversation sort of you know, started from there because he's actually born in Montreal. He's Canadian, but he's the most American Canadian I've ever met. And, uh, and so, cause he's been there for so long now, he, he, he did near, he, you know, shopper's drug mart was a thing of the past for him. I had to remind him about it. And so when we started right. talking about the differences, of course, growing up in Niagara Falls, really close to the U S border, I had lots of American friends. And, and, uh, when I explained to him that in Canada, we have our own football league and that in that football league, we use a slightly bigger ball and the field is longer. He just died. And he said, well, we, we got to write this song. man. like, this is way too easy. We got to do this. If only mm-hmm. to get a laugh out of Denny Carr, who's my day-to-day manager. He's from West Virginia, uh, lives in Nashville. And, uh, you know, so as a joke for him and purely as a joke, and that's all it was ever meant. We wrote this little ditty called stronger beer. And we sent him the demo fully expecting like two kids, 
like waiting for a practical <laughs> joke to happen. Like we sent him in, like waiting for him to call and go, ha ha, very funny. Get to work. We need a real song out of this. Instead, you know, we send him this demo and I get this phone call and it's blaring in the background. And he's like, we love it. We love it. You're going <laughs> to cut it. It's going on the record. And I thought, oh my God, are you kidding me? That's amazing. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and so it was just sort of happened very naturally. And, and, uh, now it's become, I, you know, I would argue that it's become one of my biggest songs, you know, and, and to have a song that was never released to radio, go gold was unprecedented. Like we never saw mm-hmm. that coming a mile away. And, and so, you know, I, I was just, I was beyond elated when that happened. I just couldn't even believe that people were that into a song <laughs> like that that was never supposed to see the light of day. We eat Smarties, you eat M&M's And you think all our money looks pretend yeah, we got Brian Adams. Hey, you got Bruce Springsteen. But we can drink in bars when we're just 19. You got Brad Pitt, but we got Keanu Reeves. But we got the best leg fishing, you best believe. Yeah, you make fun of us because we spell color with you. You think you're all that, Mr. Red, White, and Blue. We say hey, you say y'all. Yeah, we both got pro football. Except we got big balls in a longer field. We say Z, you say Z. Sure, we watch all your TV. You got a stronger armor down there. The men up here, we got stronger beer. You got Dunkin' Donuts, we got Timmy's. You got more land, but bro, you got more cities. You sure love the NFL, MLB, and the NBA. But to the great wide north, hockey is the only game. Hey, we say hey, you say y'all. Yeah, we both got pro football. Except we got big balls in a long field. We say Z, you say Z. Sure, we watch on your TV. All kidding aside, it takes me six beers to get pissed drunk. But for you, it takes nine. Sucker. We say hey, you say y'all. Yeah, we both got pro football. Except we got big balls in a long field. We say hey, you say Z. Sure, we watch all your TV. You got a stronger armor down there. The men up here, we got strong beer. Yeah, we got strong beer. Whoa, we got strong beer. Yeah, we do, baby. We hold on to that one, you know, for the encore. <laughs> so oh, yeah. we fool everyone. We, we finish, we get by and walk off the stage, and you can see everyone's like, wait, what do you mean? He didn't play it. 
so we're waiting back there giggling like haha here it comes you know <laughs> uh so it's 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 a whole lot of fun that is so cool. Now, uh, congratulations. As I mentioned off the top, the CMAOs this year, a very successful uh, time for you. Yeah. Male Artist of the Year, Album of the Year mm-hmm. for 501. Uh, tell, me, tell me about those wins and also the CMAO in general because they do such a great job supporting uh, country acts from Ontario. Yeah, well, I feel like I fooled them again on those two. Holy jeez. <laughs> uh, so flattered, really, just to be a part of that whole thing. And, and I mean, I think especially the rest of Canada needs to know that in Ontario country does have a presence here. And, um, you know, often I think this, the stereotype is that if you're not wearing a cowboy hat and you didn't grow up in Alberta, that you can't sing country music. And I say, that's just not the case. And so mm-hmm. I love that the CMA is, is highlighting country in Ontario and, and really shining a spotlight on everybody. Cause we have a ton of talent here, tons and tons and tons of talent that, that needs to be brought um, you know, to the forefront of our industry and, and showcase. Mm-hmm. And so it's just exciting to be on the cutting edge of all that and just to be a part of it and be an ambassador, really, to go out to the rest of Canada and the U.S. and, and say, yeah, I'm from Ontario, and yeah, I do sing country. Um, and uh, and, here, and here I am, and here are my friends, you know, check them out. If you like me, check them out, oh, yeah. you know. Because I'm sure along the way, Tim, you've introduced uh, fans to country music, people who didn't think they liked it, but oh, uh, heard your music and... Man, you got him into it, so you've heard those stories. Oh, all the time. People say, in fact, today on Canada AM, uh, when uh, when we uh, finished our song, one of the one of the texts came up and said, "I just want to thank you for getting me into country music. I had never listened to it until you come in wow. uh, three years ago. I was in because, of course, we go in every time we have something to talk about or promote. And so I've been in mm-hmm. a number of times. And this kid, uh, he's probably about probably in his early twenties, and he's and he said he'd never listened to country until till I was on the show. And and I think that you know if you don't when I hear people say I don't like country or I hate, I hate, I hate country. I just say, you haven't heard it lately. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. as Steven Tyler puts it, country is the new rock and roll and it's or not just mm-hmm. here in my beer anymore. Like there's, there is right. that traditional side to it, but you know, there's all kinds of different blends of music that we categorize as country in this day and age, like Sam Hunt. I mean, he's walking mm-hmm. that pop line, man, if you ask me, or oh, hip hop, yeah. I don't know. And, and guys like uh, Eric Church and Jason Aldean, um, open doors for a guy like me to have a career. I mean, I, I, we, we wear the rock badge on our sleeves. Like, we definitely walk that rock country line. And we're not shy about it, you know? I mean, um, I think in this day and age that every artist is listening to all kinds of music, and it's only natural that that music is going to get blended and, and, mm-hmm. and stretched and turned around and turned into something new, you know, which is really exciting. So, um, yeah, I do, I do hear that from people. They say, I don't like country, man, but you're all right. <laughs> so, and I say, guess what? Fooled you. Fooled you. Fooled you. Because, you know, yeah, if you like me, you like country because my stuff get, found a home on country radio. So there you go. Well, this is it. They'll start listening to mm-hmm. you, and then they'll, they'll turn in everybody once they uh, turn on the country station. I think that's wonderful. We've got a couple of songs uh, of yours to play on the show, so let's get to one of them now. You mentioned yeah. your Canada AM performance, a uh, new song, Underdog, yes. which is part of yeah. 501 Plus. And we can talk mm-hmm. more about that after we play the song, the uh, four bonus tracks, new tracks. But tell me about Underdog. Yeah, Underdog, I didn't realize it, but it's it's somewhat biographical. Uh, I... I, I it was by total accident that it came out that way. And it was my, my managers when they heard it, they're like, Oh, this is your story. You know, down the road, there's a hardworking dad rolling 18 wheels, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, especially the line about the, you know, there's a four piece band playing classic rock covers and ain't a single person listening. <laughs> I lived that man for a lot of years, dude, trying to get people to, 
to pay attention, you know? And so uh, yeah. I'm proud of it. I, I wrote it with the same guys I wrote Thunder with. So that's uh, Todd Clark and Gavin Slate. And it was just one, uh, you know, we would do uh, a regular writing uh, uh get together and it just sort of fell out one day and fell into place and i like it because it's a little bit different from what i usually do and it's different period i mean it's got a drum loop off the top of the banjo and um just something new and exciting for me and so the boys and i are really uh, uh excited about playing it live let's check it out now here on the show from my guest tim hicks this is brand mm-hmm. new called underdog on in the country You ain't good enough. 
Well, you look him straight in the eye and you keep on walking. And that is Tim Hicks, a great new song. It's called Underdog. You'll find that on 501 Plus on Open Road Recordings. You'll get the uh, album at iTunes. So it's a great song. Yeah. Let's talk about 501 Plus. The 501 album yeah. did wonders for you. And now you've got yeah. kind of a deluxe version for fans. Yeah, so it was. I was in this really weird spot because we were supposed to t- do a tour of five, like with 501 to promote it last year. And then uh, the phone rang, and it was Dirk Bentley. And he asked if, if we would want to go out on the road with him and Randy Hauser. Of course, I jumped at the chance. We had to do it. And so what that did was put our tour plans on hold. Um, and by the time we were ready to do that, it had been over a year since we released 501. And I'm looking at my team going, geez, I wish that we had something new to put out. And in the meantime, the train never stops, of course, right? And you're back and forth from Nashville, and we're writing a ton and recording. And I had stacked up these mm-hmm. songs. And I was like, listen, can we, is there anything we can do here? Like whether we, you know, maybe we could do an EP or maybe we can do a deluxe version of 501. What, you know, what, can we do something with some of these songs and get something fresh on the radio? And, uh, you know, my team was, was very um, accepting of those ideas, and we settled on, you know, doing a repackage of 501, um, if only just to give us something fresh for the radio for the summertime, uh, which is why we got Young, Alive, and In Love, and give us a few new tunes that we can go out and play. Because, really, <laughs> it was kind of for selfish reasons, because the boys and I get sick of playing the same songs over, so we were looking <laughs> to add some new songs. But then it creates a dilemma, because if you're playing songs in your show that people don't know, that can be challenging as well. So I, mm-hmm. I think it was, it was a creative way to get some new material out, and uh, and and you know, we hope that fans are pleased with a few new tunes, and of course it, it helps us uh, play some fresh material in our set while we uh, when we get out on the road, get a little crazy tour. Absolutely, and the, uh, we'll talk about the crazy tour, get a little crazy tour in just a moment. Uh, but Underdog, when I was at your site, timhicksmusic.com, there's a three-track mm-hmm. short film there. It's so cool. Called mm-hmm. this is for the underdog, and it features underdog, young, alive, and in love. Don't want to go so three of the four brand-new tracks on 501 yeah. Plus. Tell me about the short film and the idea behind it. Yeah, again, I mean, we're just trying to shake it up a bit and, and do things a little bit different. Um, I, I, I can see in my limited experience at the national level how you could really just fall in a routine. It's like you put out your single, then you put out your video, then you go out on the road. It's like... You know, one thing follows the next. And I was, again, we were just sort of racking our brain, like, what can we do to just kind of do something different? And someone pitched the idea of of doing a little bit of a, like a short film. And I had seen other artists do that. It's, you know, it's not a, a totally original idea. Uh, I think Blake Shelton actually did it on his last record. But, of course, he has a ton of money, so he did a video and short film for all 12 <laughs> of his songs. <laughs> you know, it just... <laughs> So for for me, it just made sense to to do some of the new ones that we had put out, and we talked to Adam Rothline, who uh, directed a number of my videos, "Here Comes the Thunder" and and "Got a Feeling" with Blackjack Billy, um, and uh, I love working with him, and he's such a great ideas guy, and he came back with this treatment, and we were like, "Yeah, let's go." Not to mention that I got to go to Palm Springs, California, and the Joshua Tree, <laughs> so it worked out great. Nice. I had one of those. <laughs> Oh man, I had one of those moments where I was like, we were driving up to the Joshua Tree, it's the high, the high desert in California, and mm. the PA, the production assistant, was driving me, and he doesn't know me from Adam, and I don't know him really, but I was like, man, oh man, I, I said, if you would have told me ten years ago that today I would get to fly to California and drive to the desert 
and hang out at the Joshua <laughs> Tree and film three music right. videos, I would have called you a liar. So it was just it was a great experience, and it it was. Uh, you know, people seem to really dig it. So it's, uh, again, like, you know, we're just looking at shaking things up, trying to do something new, mm-hmm. something new and fresh. Yeah, awesome. Now, on 501 Plus, uh, with these four tracks, we have 16 songs now. So if people are going on a drive, on a road trip, mm-hmm. they're going to want to put this in and listen to it all the way through at least once. Yeah. But, uh, of course, you talk about the rock side and all those high-energy songs. We did touch on one of the slower songs, She Don't Drink Whiskey Anymore. But there's a great yeah. love song in here, great ballad, Ready to Say Goodnight, featuring Madeline Merlot, who uh, yeah. just won the CCMA Rising Star. Tell me about it's this great. song, because it's... It's a whole other side of you, and it's a beautiful song. Yeah, again, I mean, it was just, um, I forget how it all came about. I bumped into Jessica Mitchell at a Starbucks in, in uh, Toronto, and she's a, uh, an artist and a, and a writer, fantastic singer. Mm-hmm. And she's very good friends with Todd Clark, who I write with all the time, you know, Underdog and, and, and Here Comes the Thunder, among others. And uh, we had been talking about getting together, the three of us, and, and doing something. And finally, we were, the stars aligned, and we were able to do it. And for whatever reason, I was just, I, I said, I, I don't know, let's do something different. Let's do something we've never done before. Let's do, a, and then it was like, let's do a ballad. And it just sort of fell out. And, uh, and Jessica actually sang on the, on the demo, and she, and she absolutely killed it. Um, and then when it came time to cut, it just sort of made sense to, to get Madeline involved because her career was starting to happen. And we, you know, we're on the same team, and she has such a great voice mm-hmm. and a good voice for that song. And so, um, you know, she, she sang on the master and, uh, yeah, it's one, you know, I don't play it live only because it's, it's hard to do a duet without a partner. And, uh, sure. you know, our show, our show isn't, isn't totally conducive <laughs> to that kind of material, but <laughs> right. that being said, you know, at some point we'll definitely, you know, we will perform this song. I just don't know how or, or when it turned out great. And, and it really, it really does tell my and my wife's story about, you know, some there's sometimes, man, where I'm home, like I, you know, I might be away for two weeks and I'm home for a day, and then I got to go back down mm-hmm. south or I got to go do something else, and it's those, it, it really tells the story about trying to stretch those minutes out, and and you know, I'm not ready to say goodnight. It's talking about like I, I don't want to fall asleep because if I fall asleep, I'm gonna wake up and it's gonna be morning and I gotta go, and uh, and that's how we live our lives uh, these days. It's you know that's the other balance of this whole thing is trying to balance out being a husband and being a father and uh we, we, you know juxtaposed to this tim hicks character that goes out and raises hell everywhere <laughs> everywhere he goes so you know the, that's that's tough for a guy like me you know I'm, i i want to please everybody i want to do a good job at, at, at everything in my life and and sometimes yeah sometimes you win and sometimes you lose now, Tim, you have the Get a Little Crazy Tour 2015 coming up, in fact, a few days from now. Beginning November 1st, it starts off mm-hmm. in uh, Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, with special yep. guests Jason Benoit and Cold Creek County. I saw Cold Creek County uh, perform at the Gala Awards at the CCMAs. I've heard Jason yeah. all over the radio. And I'll just let people know to get more details other than what we're going to talk about. They can head to getalittlecrazytour.com, ticket information, etc. But tell us about uh, the big tour coming up. Yeah, I'm so excited. I mean, this is the, I mean, we haven't done a, a proper tour like this since 2013 and, and, uh, things have grown leaps and bounds since then. So I'm so excited to just get out on the road and, um, be in my element, which is in the live show, you know, and, and I, what I love the most about it is getting to see the faces of all the people that are digging the music and shaking people's hands and just saying, thank you, because 
you know, I mean, as I've said, and I, I really do believe it, I feel like Canadian country fans just sort of plucked me out of the bar scene and said, okay, this guy gets a shot now. And I've been lucky enough to be able to stay around for the last three years, and I hope that I'm able to stay around a long, long time. And, and so I just love to get out and, like I said, just look people in the eye and say thank you so much for liking my music enough that you went and bought it or bought a ticket. And, you know, especially mm-hmm. in this day and age, man, people don't have a whole lot of disposable income. So when they're spending that money on a concert ticket to come and see you, I don't take that lightly. And uh, they're in for a heck of a ride, man. we got a few things up our sleeve uh, Cole Creek is hot as hot can be right now. So is Jason. And uh, they're great guys, man. We Actually, we were joking that we were going to call it the Married Guy Tour. Because, <laughs> you know, Jason especially, he's got kids and a wife at home. And I always root for guys like that, man, because I know what it's like to, to, you know, to look your wife in the eye and go, I, I want to make a living playing music. You know, uh, everyone's bringing their A game because uh, it's, it's, I mean, how can you not? It's going to be a great time. So exciting. Again, getalittlecrazytour.com is the website to uh, get all the details on dates and, and mm-hmm. tickets and so forth. That begins November 1st in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Let's turn to some yep. music now. This is one of the four new tracks on 501 Plus. You performed this mm-hmm. on the CCMAs, which were broadcast on CBC back in September. Young, Alive, and In Love. And uh, Tell us a bit about the song, Tim, and then we'll share it with our listeners. Yeah, I love this tune. It's, you know, um, people have said it's something different for me. I don't feel like it's different at all. I feel like it, it fits right in. Came to us in a pitch music, uh, meeting in Nashville. And the funny part about it was that the guys that wrote this song were huge fans of Def Leppard. And so when they played me the demo of this song, it was done up production-wise exactly like it was on Hysteria. <laughs> and I laughed, like I, la- I literally laughed out loud. Like I just right. thought it was the funniest thing. And I'm looking around, I'm like, come on, Joe Elliott's here. He's pitching me songs today. Come on, really? <laughs> and uh, the publisher was like, no, you know, the- she explained that the writers of the song kind of did that to get a reaction out of people. And it worked on me, except that I said, no. I said, no, pass. On to the next one. And my man, my, and Denny Carr, the, the stronger beer guy, he looks at me and goes, uh, well, he looked at them first and said, we're going to take a copy of that. And then he looks at me and goes, I want to talk to you about this song later. <laughs> so <laughs> I felt like I was going to the principal's office or something. <laughs> but uh, we got back to the office and, and we got talking about it. And he, and he was like, listen, I want you to listen to this song and hear through the production. And hear, I think this could be a great song for you. And so in that moment, he's got a guitar in his office. I kind of figured it out a little bit and sang it a little bit. And we listened to it a couple of times. And, and then I heard what he heard. And once we got into the studio and I got my hands on it, man, oh, man, I couldn't wait to do this song. And I'm super stoked that it made 501 Plus and uh, that we're able to play it in a live show. And then we got to play it on the CCMAs and that's getting the reaction that it's getting. So I'm Mm -hmm. super excited about Young, Alive, and In Love. It's a great song. Here it is from my guest, Tim Hicks on In the Country. Right now it's coming true 
to slow down, her heart stops racing. You look so good, baby, I can't take it. Girl, I think I see a spark in your eyes. Yeah, I had a dream about you. Right now, it's coming true. I'm alive, I'm in love. And I'm tearing this back road up. Got my baby by my side, what a beautiful life. And that is Tim Hicks, a new song. It's out at Radio Now, and of course it appears on 501 Plus. So if you don't have the Plus edition, you won't have that song. There's four new tracks on it. You can uh, check it out at iTunes. And uh, be sure to check Tim out at timhicksmusic.com. Lots of great information there. Tim, it's been such a pleasure having you on the show finally to uh, chat with you and play some of the yeah. songs. I really enjoyed this. No, I appreciate the time, Dave. It's it's good to connect and uh, and keep me posted on what you guys are up to, man. And I'll do the same. And we should do this again. I would love to. We'll talk about some other stuff and uh, and carry on the conversation. Thanks so much, Tim, and all the best on the Get a Little Crazy tour. Awesome. And say hi to Jason Blaine for me. You bet. <laughs> awesome. My guest has been country artist Tim Hicks. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.